Hey guys, episode 5 of the Block Party Podcast. I'm by myself right now. Um, Rigo Lopez, as always, is going to join us a little bit later. Uh, but for now, let's just get straight into it. I'm going to talk about the NBA playoffs. Uh, we just finished round one. Um, as you can tell, I am on my new mic. Well, it's not my new microphone per se, but I finally got a, a boom arm for it so I can adjust it. To, to have the audio that I actually want. So it probably sounds a lot more crispy, which it's a good thing in my opinion. Uh, but anyways, uh, so NBA playoffs 2022. Round one just finished. It was interesting to say the least. Uh, I kind of want to start, you know, from the top. I'll start with Golden State just because that's the one obviously I paid attention to the most. Gentlemen sweep, five games, nothing crazy except for the emergence of Jordan Poole. Um, I think it's kind of wild that he actually was able to average like 20-something points per game, you know, in his playoff debut. And he scored, it was like the third most points scored in Warriors history for a playoff debut, like beating Steph. I think it was uh, Chris Mullen as well. 63 points or something like that through three games. It was actually wild. So, bro was balling. Um, Jokic, Joker, whatever you want to call him. A guy is insane. I call him the trebuchet because that's what his shot form looks like. <laughs> he's he's not a good shooter in my opinion, but everything else, he's insane. Do I think he's the MVP this year? Mm, no, I'd give that to I'd give that to Embiid. But uh, yeah, that was like kind of scary. Uh, after game four, I was like, oh, shoot, 3-1 lead, let's not blow it. But, you know, took care of business. Easy W. Um, I'm not a huge fan of who, who our matchup is in the uh, the semis against Memphis. But here's the thing. After uh, after watching Memphis's first round against Minnesota, it's, it's going to be interesting because here's the thing. Golden State lost to Memphis. I think it was the series split was 2-2, I believe. I think we won twice. They won twice. It was either 2-2 or 3-1 in their favor. Um, and I'm pretty sure it's 2-2. So I am i don't know what to expect. I still think Warriors in six. But it, it could go either way. Jaw's a beast. I, I don't think he should have won MIP over Jordan Poole. But that's just me being a biased fan. It is what it is. Um, Memphis, Minnesota, again, was kind of wild. Because they were both terrible, and it was really boring to watch. I did watch. I watched games two and six of the Minnesota series, and it, it it was just Memphis was playing down to Minnesota's level. Minnesota's not a very good team, and Memphis just yeah, Golden State does that too. A lot of teams do that. I don't know why, but Memphis just with the out with no playoff experience, I think just played down to their level when they shouldn't have, and so. Four wins. I personally think if Memphis has or Minnesota had won Game Six, I think the series would have gone uh, towards Minnesota and they could have won. But it, obviously, that didn't happen. Uh, Dallas, Utah, though. Wow. I honestly, when they announced Luca was going to be out for like a couple games, I was expecting Utah to like fully take advantage of that and win. But they have zero playoff like just grit you know think like when it, when a team does well in the playoffs like 
inherently they are technically a better team because they've been in that situation before. But Utah, time after time, keeps losing in the first round and just doesn't know how to close out games. And so Dallas kind of capitalized on that. And Jalen Brunson played amazing. Dude is going to get paid this off summer. So I'm interesting. I'm interested to see how that plays out. Um, they're playing Phoenix. Phoenix beat New Orleans. I'll get to that in a second. But I genuinely believe that Dallas could go toe to toe with Phoenix because I don't. I don't believe in Phoenix either. Like there's a bunch of teams here I just don't believe in. Um, and so I. I would have been cool. Like the fact that Phoenix and and New Orleans went to six games kind of says a lot. So now that they have Luca back. Dallas will could go far. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Uh, but I do want to give a shout out to uh, the Pelicans. That's actually insane. I thought it was like they were either getting swept or it was going seven. And obviously it didn't go seven. But like the fact that they were able to take two games for the eight seed and they're a thirty like nine win team, a thirty six win team. Like dude, that's crazy. A team won sixty games. They dropped two playoff games to them. I think Jose Alvarado. You know, I have this list of, like, menaces. Like, uh, how good they are versus how much people hate them. And so, like, at the top of the list, I've got, like, uh, Compazzo on the Nuggets. Um, Denny Advija from Washington. Nick Nurse. Uh, Mike Malone. A couple, a lot of Denver guys on there. I'm not a huge fan of Denver, quite honestly. Um, you know, just a list of guys I am not a fan. I, a lot of people would probably put, like, uh, Patrick Beverly on that list. I I don't really care about Patrick Beverly that much because, I, I don't know. It's just, like, the, the way I see this list, I just, it's their attitude when guarding players I'm watching. And uh, Jose Alvarado, would I've seen people put him on that list for, like, others as well. And I was like, well, you know, He's kind of a humble guy. I mean, dude, like, came from nothing, and now he's, like, working his way into the NBA, and now he has actually, like, a solid rotation spot with, like, an NBA team. So I I don't think he's doing it to be, like, pesky, like, toxic. He's literally just, like, playing good defense, and he's he doesn't come out as cocky. So, like, when Compazzo does it on Denver, like, you can tell Broke comes down the court, and he's like, oh, man, I'm about to make this bucket. Like, I'm, I'm actually good at this game. When he's not, he's terrible. I mean, I, I don't know why he's got, like, an ego. I, I just look at their egos first. Like, Nick Nurse, great example. Dude plays every single game like it's Game 7 of the NBA Finals. And, yes, they did beat Golden State in the NBA Finals. But I'm talking about regular season game. They, they keep their he, – he plays his starters, like, 90% of the game. Like, they get no rest. Like, Pascal Siakam – averages like 30 something minutes a game and in the playoffs dude played like 45 minutes it was wild it's just like I, I he's he's a sweat he's try hard and it doesn't like it, it doesn't work out well for him so it's just like bro just calm down calm down like there's a difference between playing to the buzzer and then just killing your players like i'm i don't think i don't think anybody wants that Anyways, so shout out for Jose Alvarado. He, dude's a baller. I actually really like him. Um, CJ McCollum also, like, dude, like, revitalized his career in New Orleans. Not to say he never was washed, but, like, him and Dame weren't going anywhere in Portland. And so to get traded and, like, 
have zero control over it and just be thrown into this new situation and actually like start balling. Like dude's averaging like twenty five a game with New Orleans and like helped him get to the playoffs. Like that's huge. Plus they'll have Zion next year. So that's that's they're they're a sleeper pick next year, honestly. Uh Phoenix, I mean, again, I don't I don't have faith in them. I think they're a conference finals team. Like them or Dallas, like I I would take either, honestly, like I said. But I don't see them going to the finals and winning. Like I just, it's they're a regular season team. They're a lot like the 2018 Rockets. So I, I, I just have zero faith. As far as the East goes, you know, as a Western Conference fan, um, I'm usually never concerned with the East at this moment. But I obviously everybody had their eyes glued to the Boston Brooklyn uh, games. Of course, they got swept, and that's honestly hilarious because. Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving are in Cancun now. So that's a W. Um, but that Celtics team, man, dude, I'm, I'm not trying to see them in the finals at all. And the reason is because they match up so well against Golden State. If if it's a Golden State-Boston final, I would put money on Boston to win the chip because they just match up so well. Now, that being said, like I still think like Golden State could win, but it would be 6 or 7 games. It would it would take everything for them to win. Whereas if Boston just goes off, it could be done in 5 just because they match up so well. Like Marcus Smart can play against Steph and Clay and then JT and JB like play the wings, Wiggins, Jordan Poole, stuff like that. And then of course like Robin Williams, you know, their center. Dude's a beast. Like I gotta, I gotta give him kudos. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so they're they're a good team. I genuinely hope Milwaukee takes them out. Um, and then as yeah, Milwaukee kind of destroying Chicago. Chicago didn't even have playoff experience. I know Demar Derozan's like been to the Toronto with Toronto. You know, second round. Uh, you know the conference finals and whatnot, but it just. With a new team, Zach Levine's never played in the playoffs. You know, uh, Alonzo was still out, and it was, just, it, it was they they were like against top teams. I think they like had like a super terrible losing record, and so it just didn't end up well for them. So that's like really not a surprise, honestly. But next year, there's always next year. Uh, Philadelphia, Toronto, honestly. The outcome is about what I expected, and the reason is because Matisse Thybul wasn't able to play in Toronto because he's not vaccinated in Canada's rules or whatever, and that's a insane defensive stopper that's gone. Um, so I was like, okay, well, Toronto's probably going to be able to take one or two games, and that's exactly what happened. Joel Embiid played great. Uh, James Harden did not. He's not good. I will continue to say this for the rest of my life. As like just I, I just don't see the appeal of James Harden. I genuinely don't. Like kinda like when Kevin Durant came to Golden State, like, oh great, he's in theory a good player, but well, I mean Kevin Durant, James Harden, two different players, so maybe I shouldn't use that example, but you know, they're not he's not good. I just he's not a superstar. I don't know why people label him as such hot take of the day. Um also, Joel Embiid is injured. That's not good for Philadelphia. Miami could win this. And quite frankly, I'm rooting for Philadelphia because if they get to the finals and Golden State meets them there, as everybody knows, you know, I'm a Golden State fan, so uh, my homer pick is Golden State to, to go to the finals. 
my non-biased pick would either be Phoenix, Memphis, or Golden State. Just those three teams. Or Dallas. It's any, it's anybody, honestly, at this point. I think if Golden State can get past Memphis, they're going to the finals. If Phoenix beats Dallas and it's Memphis, then I think Phoenix is going. If it's Dallas-Memphis, then it's probably Memphis. But if Golden State beats Memphis, I think they're going to the finals. Um, the problem is, is the top three seeds in the East, like they all match up relatively well with Golden State. And so they could win. Milwaukee, Miami, and Boston specifically. Boston for sure the best. Then I'd say Miami's a little bit better, and then Milwaukee's definitely doable because as long as you take out Giannis and Middleton, then you make the other players score. You know, you have to make Grayson Allen score. You have to make Bobby Portis score. Like, these guys you can easily lock up with second-string players. And so I, I definitely think, like, that's obviously that's just Milwaukee's case. Miami, what, Hero, uh, who do they have? Gabe Vincent. Um, like, just these guys who... You know, make make him be. And Jimmy's like streaky, anyways. J Jimmy buckets. Um, I wouldn't. I wouldn't expect him to average forty like he did in the bubble. Those bubble points. Uh, so, we'll see what happens. Um, Atlanta got absolutely destroyed. Trey Young played terrible. Um, not surprised, and the reason is because he's always been a volume shooter, but he never puts up points. Like, yeah, he's had fifty point, forty point games, but if you check in the percentages, it's like. He's never been super accurate. It's like if I took 20 shots and made eight of them, well, that'd actually be pretty good. That'd be 40%. But, you know, if I took 100 shots and I made 30 of them, but I made 30 in a row, I'd be like, oh, man, you were on, bro. Well, no, I was actually 30%. That's terrible. And so that's, that's kind of what Trey Young is. Uh, so we got Miami, Philadelphia, Milwaukee, Boston, Golden State, Memphis, Phoenix, Dallas. I'm going to put Phoenix over Dallas. Just because I don't think Luka can carry this Dallas squad. Like, even if you have two players, it takes a team to win a championship. And so you got Dinwiddie, Brunson, and Luka. And you can count them for 60 points. So where's the other 30, 40 points going to come from? I just don't think they got it. Phoenix is a lot deeper, especially because they went to the finals last year. I'd put them in the Western Conference final slot. Um, Golden State versus Memphis. Homer says Golden State, not a huge fan of Memphis. I think they play really well against Golden State. It could go either way, but I'm a Homer here, so we're 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 putting Golden State in the in the in the conference finals, and then definitely Miami over Philadelphia. If J if Joel Embiid's not playing, like they're screwed. It's it's a straight sweep if Joel Embiid's not playing. Um, Milwaukee over Boston. I think Boston's gonna win. I hope Milwaukee wins. I would say in five or six. Um, if Milwaukee wins, it's a miracle and a straight W, and I'll take it. Giannis is going to have to play out of his mind and not get locked up, kind of like Kevin Durant did. And then what would be Miami? Let's let's throw Boston in there. Miami-Boston, I'd say Boston. I think Boston's going to the finals, no question. And then, um, yeah, Golden State-Boston. And then I'd have to say it, it just really depends on how well Golden State plays. If they're making shots, they could win. But I think I think Boston has a real shot at winning the championship this year. Like genuine shot, if anything. A lot of things have to fall for Golden State or Phoenix to win. Um, 
especially Phoenix, you know, if you look at it from Phoenix's side, then they have to go through Golden State and they're good too. So I I would put as my if I was a betting man, I would put Boston as the the championship favorites. But round 1 was great. Round 2 starts tomorrow. Um I think it's hilarious, you know, got to get my Lakers slander in there, you know what I'm saying? Uh good job for finishing the season terrible. So happy it ended hit terribly. I think Russell Westbrook is gone in the off summer. Um, and LeBron and you know it's funny is the management already blamed LeBron and Anthony Davis for doing terrible. Like they they already like the report came out that said LeBron and Anthony Davis have been blamed for like bringing Westbrook to the team. But like, why are we acting like LeBron and Davis played amazing? Like LeBron, yeah, okay, he played pretty good. But I would consider it stat padding. Like, why are you still playing 37 years old? Why are you playing when you're down 20? Like, that's what half the games were. Like, at that point, I would sit, like, rest for the next game. So, and Anthony Davis, you know, Anthony Day to Davis. There you go. That's his, that's the correct name. Um, bro was just not there this season, in my opinion. That's why he wasn't an all-star. So, it's funny that they're trying to shift the blame and have Russell Westbrook take literally everything which I find a little unfair. Yeah, he does deserve criticism because he's played terrible, but like everything, like, oh, it's not LeBron or Anthony Davis' fault. It's kind of ridiculous. But it is Los Angeles after all, so they're going to they're gonna blame who they're going to blame, and it is what it is. Um, that's, that's it. Um, we're going to take a quick break, and then uh, me and Rigo will be back to talk about uh, the NFL draft, a little bit of that, maybe a Padres update, and then uh, some Twitter stuff. You'll see when we come back. All right, we're back. Rigo's here now. Um, we're going to talk about some Padre stuff, Twitter, and then a surprise at the end that I think you guys will enjoy. Uh, but for now, baseball uh, is officially underway. A couple games into the season. Um, Padres looking good, 14-8. and eight. They're, I looked at the records. They, are, they have the eighth best record in the league, but it's like tied fifth because there's other teams that are 14-8 and eight as well. Um, I know you're a, a Giants fan, as always, um, and they're right up there with them. I mean, kind of to be expected because all the California teams are pretty good. Um, have you seen any of their games this season or no? Because I'll be honest. Know. Yeah, I haven't gone to any Padres games yet. I keep up with, like, the, the box score and, um, you know, the scores after the games and the social media. And the crazy part is, I mean, it's the Padres, so... You know, you kind of expect them to fizzle out. But, I mean, thus far, they're doing, I'd say, pretty good. And the craziest part is we don't even have Tatis back yet. So, mm -hmm. I, I would say it's pretty positive thus far. How did he get injured again? Um, it was the motorcycle accident in the off season, oh, And then he's, okay. he's out for three months. But, I mean, the team stepped up. I know Hosmer's batting, like, 400 right now. And I have, like... 20 different memes on my phone of Hosmer just playing or Hosmer memes because everybody hates Hosmer and wants him to get traded. You know who I'm talking about, right? Yeah. What Eric about Machado? Hosmer. How's he doing? Machado's doing good. Cronenworth's doing good. Um, Jerks and Profar, my man, stepping up. He, I've, I've seen like memes online and he's like actually playing good too right now. So that's good. Because yeah. uh, I had him uh, last season, I had like a bunch of memes on my phone and it's like, Profar, the goat. You know what I'm saying? 
He's the meme player. Who, who, who's playing for, for Tatis? Uh, in the starting lineup. Is it CJ? Uh, I don't know, but I know that the lineup's he adjusted. Shortstop, right? Probably. Yeah, he plays shortstop. He plays shortstop. What's what's his full name? Uh, CJ Abrams. Let me check. I think uh, he's no, on no, 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 no. Uh, Kim, Kim's in the lineup now. Oh, okay. So is CJ? Oh. Or is he in outfield? No. Oh, it's Grish. It's Grisham, Cronenworth, Machado, Profar, Hosmer, Kim, Beatty, Alfaro, and then Camposano. Never heard of that guy. And then Manea's pitcher, who's like, he's been balling. Okay. But obviously, like, Grisham, Cronenworth, Machado, Profar, and Hosmer, and Kim are, like, the main guys. Which makes sense. Hassan Kim, I think is the name. Dude's dude's a baller. Yeah, I, I only uh, brought up CJ's because, dude, that guy's young. He was born in 2000. Really? Yeah. He's only a year older than us. Yeah, that's crazy. And he's out heck? here balling out. I know. It's like uh, you see these athletes, professional athletes, that, I, you know, eventually, like, one day I'd, like, want to talk to them. But they're like 21, 22 years old. They're making $8 million a year to play a professional sport. Meanwhile, I'm making minimum wage. It's like, yeah, uh, that, not a fan of it. Put me on the roster and pay me like 100k a year and I'll... Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll be a sub, bro. I'll be yeah. a sub. Yeah, you know, you know, you know, in hockey, uh, this complete change of subject, but you know, this, this reminds me. In hockey, they have like emergency goalies that they like bring on to the team and they're like they don't even like they don't use them <laughs> well no no no. it's not that they don't use them and this happened literally like two days ago some uh, i mean nobody watches hockey except for canadians but someone on like a hockey team got subbed in and it was like his debut or whatever but he's like their emergency like goalie and he's like just on. He doesn't even have the name. He doesn't even have his name on the back of his jersey. It just. It was just like an extra, like standard jersey. Like that's how like, no like irrelevant he was. And so like they have these guys that they like bring on. Like I remember like a couple years ago, some, some guy came in to a hockey game like as their like emergency goalie, and like his full time job is like a high school teacher or something like that. What? Or a janitor. Something, like, where he doesn't make very much money, and now he's, like, playing in the NHL. Like, Is he still a backup? Um, I don't... Well, he's, like, he's listed as a backup. He's not, like... He's, like, when your main person gets injured, and then your backup gets injured, and then, like, your third string gets injured, and then they need someone else. That's that person. Mm-hmm. And so it's, like, one of those feel-good stories that they post on SportsCenter. Let me ask you a question, actually. Yeah, what's um, up? I, I know this is like, um, so I saw on Call of Duty, but this could apply to sports. So I'm going to give you a scenario. If if you're if you're a head coach of a team and your team, like they haven't, they haven't won like a major tournament mm-hmm. or like a major like event, right? And one of your starting rosters gets uh, like one person on your starting roster gets uh, gets sick or like injured or whatever. Okay. And so you have to put in the substitute, but when when you put in that substitute, they end up winning their first major event. But it's with the substitute, so the substitute performed well. So now the starting player is feeling good. 
would you keep the sub or, or would you start the guy? Didn't again? this happen with like Carson this Wentz in the Eagles? Where he was like the backup and then like they they're <laughs> and then they start him and then they like won the Super Bowl a couple years back. Yeah, this had this happened recently with the with Call of Duty, like with the LA Gorillas. So they 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 kept the guy. They kept the yeah. guy on the starting roster for a while because I think they're just testing him out. You know, they're trying to see like, okay, can we win yeah. another one with this guy? What did, did they just play extremely well? Like, you never know. Like, I I would. I mean, it depends if. If the starter, the original starter, is, like, a legit, like, he's earned that starting lineup spot. He's, like, a veteran. He's been with the, the program for a long time. Um, he's, like, a superstar. I would give him that start. Like, uh, like if it was, like, LeBron James, you know, I'd give him that starting spot, mm-hmm. like, back. But if it's, like, a younger team where there's no, like, defined roles and nobody, like, has solidified anything then it's up for grabs you know what i mean like if yeah. it if, if i'm the head coach of the detroit pistons right the word well not nah, let's use the magic they're even worse um and you put a guy who's like really good in the starting spot but then he gets injured um and then they come back actually you know this is a great example sorry i'm gonna switch gears the cleveland cavaliers mm-hmm um Colin Sexton was their starting point guard he gets injured Darius Garland comes in then they make the play-in tournament he becomes an all-star and is now like really really good so what do you do well uh because it was up for grabs and this kid comes out and just balls out he takes a starter he takes us yeah exactly and so it's kind of up to Colin, who like Colin Sexton, if he wants to get that starting spot back, he's got to put in the work because it was never his in the first place because he was only like two years into the league and whatnot. So yeah, that's that's my positioning. I'm all I'm I, I personally and uh, like obviously people are are different. I'm all about you know loyalty and like putting in the work and you know if you're just with the the program and obviously if you have skill and whatnot. Yeah, um, I mean, I personally, I wouldn't start, I wouldn't put the starter back immediately. Like, I think, I think what happened with the Call of Duty situation and the situation you, you gave is just like, if the substitute performs and they win their first, like, this is the organization's very first, like, championship like, tournament that they've ever won. Yeah, that one, like, well, that's huge. Yeah, that's huge. I'd and reward him. Would, yeah, and he won MVP of the event. Yeah, then so, I would definitely reward him. That's like so yeah, a no-brainer. You're, you're starting, and but here's the thing: if he doesn't maintain that, I would give opportunities to the the original starter. Because I would, yeah. I would go to that guy. I don't know who it is. I would tell him like, "Yo, look what just happened." Like, if I uh, if that happened, I would understand. I'd say, "Okay, I'm gonna go back into the lab and put in some work," and then when my opportunity comes, like prove it again. You know what I mean? Hundred percent, yeah, and and obviously it wasn't the starter's fault that he got sick, you know, like yeah, you, you know, you, you don't know what could have happened in that event if he was like still like good, you know, yeah. but because they won with the sub and the sub ended up winning MVP, it's just like that's yeah, huge. like that's huge. That's if huge. anything, so you should I, be I happy because your team is more deep, like 100%. your roster. 
and that's like that's a huge difference especially like in a sporting tournament and whatnot because a lot of people have rosters that like okay we'll just pick up the sub because we need to fill that sub spot and the sub doesn't perform at all well granted some of them don't practice with their subs they just practice with their starting roster but the fact that this guy just jumps in and demolishes people it's just like crazy to me you know mm -hmm. yeah now i want to get your opinion on something um as anybody who's anybody knows elon musk has purchased twitter mm -hmm. which is like yeah. kind of wild that's now, huge that's huge like I know, like his whole thing's like free speech and whatnot, but I want to get your uh, your opinions on it first. I thought it was pretty cool. I mean, um, nah, I don't want to go to like into like very like deep like politics or anything like that because you know that can go that way. Yeah, we we you can know? skim it. We can skim it. I want to nah, hear this. Um, but I just think that I think honestly, I thought he was trolling. At he, first, everyone, everyone knows Elon Musk. Like he's a straight like, meme. Yeah, he's he's a straight meme. Goes on the Joe Rogan podcast, smokes like, like, and, like <laughs> I'm, not, and I'm not bashing him for that. Like yeah. he, he does what he wants, you know. Like he's he's a businessman. Like he loses sales, whatever. But honestly, dude, I don't know what to think about the Twitter thing. Like that's that's just the thing that like just came up out of nowhere. That's facts. And, it's like like no one no one expected that if you would have told me last year that elon musk was buying twitter i would have been like no he's not like but at, at the same time like low-key yes low key, low key, i would have believed it yeah you know why because it's elon musk if you would have told me that the richest that, man like, in the world yeah um which is what the guy from amazon right i forget no it's elon oh elon's the richest guy now yeah no yes when when did that happen uh, no idea but sometime within the last couple of years no it was it was a guy who owned amazon uh, yeah it jeff bezos yeah jeff bezos yeah so jeff i'm pretty sure jeff bezos is still the no i i've been i thought it was elon dog i'm pretty no, it's sure jeff bezos 100 oh. it has to be people because people use amazon a lot more than like tesla and like, and, like point SpaceX is SpaceX and all that but like he's loaded point is, point is elon is has some Serious has cash. Some territory. Yeah, serious yeah. cash. Has some serious territory right now. And dude, honestly, I don't like like I said, I don't know what to think about the whole Twitter situation because it just popped up. Like it's just like, oh, Elon Musk is buying um, like a bunch of stocks in Twitter. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Like maybe he's like owning yeah. part of it and then he buys the whole thing. And I'm just like, wow, he was serious. Forty three you know, like, billion dollars. Like, have you ever had a friend like at school where where they say they're gonna do something and then you're like, oh yeah, like go they're for not it, and then they actually, it. yeah, they're not gonna do it, and then they actually do it, and you're like, wait, what? Like, hey, yo. like you actually did it? Like that's that's how I felt like happened, you know? And I think it's pretty cool that he did that. I I agree with like the things that he's trying to say about like free speech and stuff like mm. that. You know, I think it's I think social media shouldn't be censored like that. And, yeah, like, definitely. Away from like political stuff, but I think he's gonna like. I don't know if he's gonna unban certain people, because like you know, I don't, I don't think he is. I don't, I don't think, I don't think he is, but because you know, you know, um, there's been people that have been banned for yeah. saying certain things, and a lot of it includes politics. But you never know. Like, like I said, I wouldn't be surprised at all if he unbanned people. You know, like he does what he wants with it. He owns. It's true. Twitter. So I know here's the thing. Now that I now that he owns Twitter, like I support Elon and what he does. So I, I, I'm like a full supporter of twitter now because like for me if the ceo sucks and like what what they support like doesn't agree with what i like believe you know i i kind of like stay away from it but because mm -hmm. like elon's a cool guy entrepreneur like he's 
and he he just seems pretty like cool you know like he's very down to earth yeah he's likable yeah he's likable exactly there are ceos that aren't likable like the Carl's Jr. CEO a long time ago, like no, no, no I'm, I'm giving so you an random. example. Like, okay, like, okay. no, no, no. Like, get this. Like, he was the one that caused them to like have the um the girls. You know, the girls eating like sex, like like. Oh these, yeah, like, when they use like sexy bikinis with the burgers, like the uh-huh. burgers. I yeah. Uh... Yeah, that was that was when he was CEO, but nobody liked him. Like, yeah, like, that makes nobody, sense. Like he was just he was just like weird. a douche, you know? Like he was weird. But then um, yeah, I just feel like that's what happened on Twitter. It was out of nowhere. I'm actually happy he he bought it. I think it's pretty cool, you know. So I'll tell you what though, one one comment that he said kind of stands out to me, um, that like really shows like what he wants to do with it. When he, uh, I don't know if you like read any of his tweets lately, because I use I read them. I I use Twitter a lot more than you probably, um, but he said that like transparencies, like both the pissing off the left and the right equally, which I thought was like, yeah, that's. That's facts, because that means it's, like, actually neutral. Mm-hmm. So, I'm like, yeah, I'm with it. Said, he even, Yeah, exactly. He even said, I hope even the people that don't support me stay on Twitter, because that's what free speech is about. Facts. You know? So, Based. that's, like, it, show, it shows that he has good intentions for it, because, like, there's obviously a censorship problem. Like, I'm not, I'm not going to get yeah. too deep into it, but there is, you know? Like, and there's... There's sides that are being favored and stuff like that, but I'm not gonna jump into that. But I, it's it, it's just it's there, you know. Do you think so there's cool. any? Uh, sorry, go finish your finish your sentence. Oh no, I was just saying it's it's cool to see that that Elon's standing for for something that I I personally stand for. Now, do you think there's any uh, cool features that are gonna be added to Twitter like now that he's like taking over? Yeah, I th- I think there's gonna be some like funny stuff. I like like I did you know Teslas can make like a farting sound? As, uh, as like with their horn? Yeah, they can yeah. do like anything. I think I think it's gonna be stuff like that, like something like random. Like they have like a romance mode in a, like in like a Tesla, where it, like it plays like a fire. Yeah, it plays a fireplace, like what like a heck? like a video of a fireplace, like in your thing, and like I think there's like lights in it that like dim to like red or whatever. Okay, like, dude. dude. If, I was, if I was on a date and I played that, bro, the girl would think I'm like a weirdo. Yeah, and, I would like, do. Like, turn, turn on romance mode, like what the hell? Yeah, no, I don't. I definitely don't want that. I do. I saw his freaking thing. He said the uh, he said the the check mark might be buyable now. No way. Yeah, he said that if people like he was thinking about changing. Obviously, like this nothing set in stone, but he kind of like alluded to uh, having Twitter because you know Twitter Blue, right? It's like their paid service. It's like yeah. three bucks. He said that people who pay for Twitter Blue would get the blue check mark. Well, how much do you think they'd charge for that? I have no idea, but I'm like Loki. I would be down for that if you said, "Hey, pay pay five dollars and you get the blue check mark on Twitter." I'm like, mm. all right, say what less. If it was a monthly subscription. Maybe, but also at the same time, it'd like totally diminish like the. It would diminish the, the point of it because you know they yeah. just bought it. Yeah, you know? that's facts. But dude, there's already people out there with like five followers and they're freaking verified. It's like, who yeah, are I don't you? Know how that worked? Yeah, exactly. It's like. Uh, I don't know who you are. How how like how are you verified when I've it's never like heard pe- of you? It's like the people on YouTube. Have you ever seen the comment section on like a YouTube video and it's like this random guy with like a bunch of like subscribers? Yeah. And then you go to like check out their channel and they're like nobodies, but they just like have a bunch of subscribers because they're like comment bots or whatever and they like it's it's a whole weird situation, but that that's kind of what it gives me like the vibes cuz they're verified on YouTube and all that side. It's just yeah, crazy to me. The only like two platforms i'd say that like verification really matters on is instagram and twitter Mm. like if you come to me like yeah i'm verified on youtube i'd be like great 
there's a tiny, tiny little check mark you get on your channel. Mm-hmm. That's it. Maybe Twitch, but that's like more niche because it's video games. Not as many people mm-hmm. use like Twitch. Like everybody uses Twitter and Instagram. Hundred percent. So I yeah I just like it is what it is. Yeah. Um, now here's the big big surprise. Um, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness uh, comes out next week. Next Thursday is premiere night. Super excited about that. Now, you told me before we went live um, that you prefer DC over Marvel, and I am curious as to why you would do that to yourself. (laughs) I mean... You you tell me why you like Marvel. No, nope. actually, I want to. All right, you want you want me to go? Yeah. Okay. I don't know. For me, when when I see a movie, I think I think a lot about the bigger picture behind the movies. And so, okay. me personally, I th- I think the Batman trilogies are like my favorite. Okay. Like, I, I I love Batman. Yes. I love Batman. I will side with you on this. The Christopher Nolan trilogy with with uh, Christian Bale mm-hmm. is cool. goaded. E- even, top even top the 10 trilogies of all time. Mm-hmm. And you can fight me on that one. It, well, even even the, the new one with Matt Reeves, it was just like, he did a good job with with the, like, Batman, you know? Like, he made a new trilogy, and he did an amazing job with it. What he, trilogy? He, there's a new Batman trilogy. The, the new one that came out, it's like, it's a new, it's a new world. Yeah, but it's only one. There's no trilogy. Oh Unless my god! I, I I I I got I got it mixed up. What's it called then? Like it's not called a trilogy, but like it's a different storyline. Okay. So it is I, a trilogy, right? No, trilogy is three movies. Oh, you're right. <laughs> oh, never mind. No, no, no. But they're making it a trilogy. Oh, they're really? Making it a tr- yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I've heard the word trilogy being used. So his his intention is to make it a trilogy. So I just think like. Like, not to get too into Batman, but it's just, like, I don't... I feel like the characters are a lot more, like, relatable. I, I like real-world, like... I don't I don't know. I just feel like with Marvel, it's just, like... And I get it. The people that, like, direct, like, the Marvel movies and stuff like that, they're very, like, creative. And, like, I, I just feel like I side more with, like, the DC universe than, than the Marvel universe. And I feel like... I feel like with Marvel, and this is what I don't like about Marvel, is that their their um their storyline is so long and a bunch of these movies and you're gonna disagree with me on this because you're a Marvel fan, but I feel like if I wanted to get into Marvel, I would literally have to start from the very beginning. Because the storyline yeah. is so long. Like and here's the thing, if I wanna enjoy it, like like I'm not gonna go see the new Spider Man movie with my friends if you if haven't I seen, haven't the, seen other, the, yeah. the previous ones, you know, I, I that kills the vibe for me because when I was watching Infinity War, I was confused. Like I was confused why, why um, what's his name, Ant Man came out of the teleport. I was confused because I didn't see the movies. You know, like I didn't, and I don't know if that's what happened in Infinity War. It probably happened in Endgame, but I would like because I didn't. I'm not a huge Marvel fan. I feel like if I was a Marvel fan from the start, then, then I would then I would understand, and maybe I would have went to Marvel. Here's thing. I I got lucky. I start my first uh MCU movie was Captain America: The First Avenger, and that was in 2011. So yeah. I I was there since phase one. Mm-hmm. I got lucky. 
Yeah, hundred percent. And and like I I do like watching like the Marvel movies that aren't like directly in in like the storyline yet. Like like Eternals. Like I I didn't think it was the best movie. People people hated on it a lot, but. I thought it was pretty cool. Like I was just like, okay, I'm not confused. Uh, These are new characters, you know. Like that's that's what I like. Okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I feel I feel I feel like if I have to keep up with so much stuff at once, and I think it's cool. I think it's cool that Marvel does that. But for me personally, I feel like if I were to invite you to see like like any of the Batman like trilogy movies that that came out by Christopher Nolan. It, it wouldn't matter you know like i could see i the could one pick with bane. it up yeah you could pick it up like you could see the one with bane like first and you could see the one with the scarecrow last or you could see the one with the joker like you know like it wouldn't matter if i brought you to like either one of those movies first because it's it's a whole like i'm not gonna say it's a different storyline but it is you know well, it's a different plot what i'm under from what i'm understanding is that you enjoy the dc universe because they're all one-offs. You can pick up a movie and put it down, and that's that. You don't have to watch 20 hours worth of movies, and then you're caught up. It's You see a movie, you go watch it, that's it. Well, yeah, and I also like this. I obviously like the storyline of, of, like... The realism? Yeah, to a point, because it's all superheroes at the same uh, time. Yeah, and yeah, because Marvel is just like, oh, they're going to space and all. And I love the Marvel universe. I love Guardians of the Galaxy. I, I love the Marvel movies. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I, I do enjoy them. I think they're high-quality movies. I just think for DC, though, it's just like, I just like their storyline. DC likes to make very, like, deep like I, I liked I liked the new Batman because it was very like it was very dark grounded. and it was very like like it was very dark grounded and it was just like like I I just like those type of movies like with it's Marvel it's always like point. oh like yeah like like oh the superheroes like and all that and like Avengers unite and stuff like that and and I think that's cool I've I, heard I that before that too. yeah I enjoy that too it's just with DC I don't know DC has something different I just like how their storylines like go together i don't it's it's so weird like i just like how they i just like the plot behind it like how there's like a bigger message like there's corruption here there's like 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 the police are like getting paid off by like the joke you know like it's it's cool to me it's very like it can be tied into the real world where it's whereas so you like street Marvel, level heroes then I, I like street i love street level heroes i like okay. batman i like um I mean, Superman isn't, like, a street-level hero. No, like, he's, he's not. Like, he's, he's an alien, you know, obviously. But, like, I, I like heroes like Batman. I, I like villains like the Joker, because, like, mm -hmm. you never know anybody could have been the Joker, you know? Like, you never know. Somebody crazy enough could be the Joker and, like, lead the whole, like, thing of plot. That's what I like to see. Not anybody can just be an Iron Man. Not anybody can just be a Captain America. You know what I mean? And who knows? Maybe I'll yeah. be wrong. But I just feel like Batman's more like real. I just can. I like to connect with movies, and so I just felt like DC's is like that for me. And and I and Batman's my favorite superhero, mm -hmm. and so that's that's what I like to see. Well, for me, growing up, I had both. Um, I was a huge Batman fan as a kid. You know, I probably went as Batman for Halloween. I know I went as Spider Man multiple times. Mm -hmm. So I had both. Uh, but, like, it, uh, growing up in a Marvel family, and what I mean by that is my dad kind of introduced me to Marvel when I was younger, so I kind of already had that. But, like, 
it wasn't like he stopped me from like reading DC or whatever. So I had both, and I really liked Superman, uh, and I loved the Lego Batman games growing mm. up. Like those are all time. So I had both. But the thing that I really, really appreciate about Marvel, and this is to the complete opposite of your point, is I really, really enjoy long, intricate, drawn-out stories that are super, super developed. So that means mm. I also like like binge-watching seasons with 20 episodes, 45 minutes a piece, you know? Mm-hmm. That's like that's well, just me. So well, y- 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 go ahead. Let me, let me see. Yeah, I'm sorry. Let me step in there for a second. I probably said that wrong. I don't bash on that. Like, I don't hate that, that Marvel so long. Maybe I'm just biased because I'm not caught up maybe maybe that's why because that's why i said earlier i was like if i was caught up with it like if i watched it from the beginning i would probably be a marvel fan over a dc fan because like i I get it like people are like oh my gosh this this like hero made a guest appearance and i'm like who is this guy like like yeah. who's the winter soldier you know like i don't i don't like it takes me a while and then i have to have someone next to me explain to me like that would be like, me like what the i'm that guy happen? you know like and that and for me it's just like like i love star wars i think that's one of the best like s- movie franchises to ever like mm-hmm. exist I, I, if I like not the best yeah. and because like, and here's the thing star wars is a very like it's like marvel where it's it's all these movies and you have to watch like the prequels or well, you don't have to watch the prequels because it started from four but like if you want to go from like the beginning like if you want it to make sense you can't just go watch like episode like five you know you're gonna yeah. be confused you're gonna be like who's this han solo guy who's you know you're, you're gonna have to watch it from you can either watch it four five six one two three or you could go one two three four five four, six five. seven yeah. eight nine, you know like and that's and that's why i love star wars so much because i was able to keep up with it and even if i wasn't i was able to like be willing to like hey i'll watch it but for marvel dude i feel like marvel has like 50 movies dude like i'm gonna be honest with you. i could be it's up to like 25 like, now exactly bro that's a lot and and some of these movies are long dude like and that's what i'm saying like batman only has a trilogy and they're making a new one and it's just like mm-hmm. it's it's interesting to me that that what dc did is like you could just jump in at any time you know like i and here's the thing i have i've never seen batman begins i've never seen the one with the scarecrow I'm, i want to watch it and but i do like the dark knight and the dark knight rises yeah i mean and i because i and i jumped in with the the dark knight uh and then i watched the dark knight rises but i didn't have to start at batman begins to understand the flow to understand the vibes that batman was giving and so i mean but don't get me wrong i do like that marvel does like i do like binge watching shows um i i do like shows with long series and that i could just sit at home and just like watch for hours i don't like recommend that to anybody because like (laughs) like get off your bed but like you know that's yeah. that's just my opinion i i don't like i, I see I, it i don't I like. necessarily agree with it but yeah i see it now that well, being you, said you started from the beginning you started from the beginning you have to keep that in mind my point of view is just like i have to catch up Who knows? Yeah. maybe if i do catch up I'll but like at the same time yeah it's like okay great i've been introduced to this now i gotta go back and watch everything and then enjoy the a nukes. lot of movies bro <laughs> that isn't that a good thing though i guess I the, mean, but the like, answer is yes because like if you want to watch like a good movie then you say all right tonight i'm watching iron man 2 which i haven't seen yet like boom and then the next mm-hmm. night there'll be 
uh i don't know ant-man haven't seen that one yet so boom it's like but marvel's you... so consistent to the point where like if, if like let's say far from home is about to come out right and they already came out and i've already seen that movie i'm like oh crap like this is coming out no nah, i gotta go start from freaking captain america like you know it's well that's the thing though it's like it's uh, i understand that it looks it. overwhelming at first but it's really not because all you have to do is watch them once and then like you catch up because marvel projects only release like once every three months and then of that's course you have like dude, that's pretty con consistent I'm that is consistent, that consistent but if, it, if a movie's only two hours right and you've got and you watch two let's say two movies a week on a friday and a saturday you watch one movie a night that's after eight weeks eight or nine weeks that's a majority of it done and then you get to go watch the newest movie you're right no you're right 100 percent. i mean but also like like i said that wasn't the only reason why i i prefer dc like i said i i do like street level heroes mm -hmm. you know i i, I love batman I now let me sorry i i was i wanted when you first mentioned that have you seen daredevil on netflix i have not that daredevil is literally one of my top oh, and, and, I, and i do like deadpool deadpool is one of my favorite well Dare, daredevil and deadpool are different yeah because deadpool isn't like like it's it's not like street level because like, he kind of is he's, invin he's invincible like, come yes on. and no there's like yeah, a yeah. weird in between yeah, like, like i would not like wolverine was pretty cool yeah well yeah hugh jackman's a goat for that but mm -hmm. I, I like street level to me like spider-man is not a street level hero because in the comics he is in the mcu i would disagree because of just the cosmic report like he fought thanos um this new movie and whatnot just like i would disagree whereas uh daredevil he fights guys that are contained within this small little bubble and the outside world is not affected Whereas Spider-Man has fought in villains that are affecting the outside world, namely Doctor Strange. Like when it starts colliding into other villains, that's when I'm like, okay, he's not really a street level okay, hero. Man, I would like Daredevil then. You would. You would like, absolutely like love Daredevil. One and not have to like go back to like, oh, uh, uh, Winter Soldier. You know, like that's, yeah. That's, I feel like that. It's it's it's, 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 right. it's his own like little like micro universe type thing. And here's the thing about Daredevil specifically is it's actually not MCU. Yes, yes and no. It's weird. I'm not going to get into it right now, but it's on Netflix. I highly recommend that you watch it because it's got action. It's And it's dark. It is very dark. It could pass off as a DC show for sure. Um, it's amazing. I, I did see I, the trailer. It does give DC vibes. I'm not going to count. It's, yeah, it's really, really good. Anyways, um, so yeah, that's that's my opinion, I'd say so. I, I see where you're coming from. Um. I don't operate that way. As far as like just general heroes go, I think Marvel takes the cake so fast. Just the like, uh, the only DC like superheroes I like. Like I said, I liked Batman when I was a kid. Now, not so much. He's just a guy who's rich and has a suit on. And yes, I that is literally Iron Man as well. And I am not. I, I like Robert Downey Jr.'s portrayal of Iron Man, but as far as a superhero, 
Iron Man goes, I would put him farther down on my list because of that reason. So like uh, DC care, like I like the Flash. I like Barry Allen. Um, he's dope. And then I think that's I like Wonder Woman. I think like the new Wonder Woman movie, not not Wonder Woman eighty four. That movie was actually garbage. Um, but the first, <laughs> the was, first one, the Wonder Woman eighty four sucked. It no. was so bad. I like I like I like when you said where you were like, hey, like superheroes, Marvel wins. I agree. I agree. I think Marvel has the best superheroes. Uh, Batman, people can consider him a superhero. Like he doesn't consider himself a hero. You know, like it's like it's like a very like weird like vigilante like you know. Yeah. And that's what I liked about Deadpool. That's why I love the movie Deadpool because well, he wasn't well, like he wasn't a hero. You know, like he's like an anti-hero. And then Superman, like I guess if you've read he's the comics, like yeah, I mean he, he he's a hero and he's not like it's weird, you know, like like people hate well, him, he here's... wants to be a hero, but that's like Batman, you know, like you, you don't know they have their own things that they're fighting inside of them. The Avengers, they just want to like kick butt and like save the world, but with Batman, it's just like hey, he's putting these people in prison, but the Joker is like messing with his head to the point where like hey, you're no different than us. Like that's what I like to see. That's the dark that I like to see. So you in like internal DC conflict? Movies. I like I love internal conflict within stuff because it makes you think like okay, like hey, like what if the superhero actually isn't like what? what well, I will, I would say like as like I, this is really general and really basic, but. As far as like tiers of like famous superheroes, DC has Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, Flash. Uh, I think Flash would be above Wonder Woman. No, 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 no. I'm, this is they're all in the same tier. Uh, um, and like maybe Green Lantern, and like that's it. I don't really know any other like obscure DC heroes. It kind of falls off after that. Whereas Marvel has. Iron Man, Hulk, Captain America, Thor, Scarlet Witch, um, I Spider Man, most notably Doctor Strange. I'd say is B tier. Like obviously, a lot of them are in the MCU, but there's as far as like general popularity, not counting the MCU. Like before the MCU, these superheroes were still relatively popular because like if you told me in two thousand eight. Hey, do you know who Ant-Man is? I'd say I have no freaking idea. But if you say, hey, do you know who Hulk is? I'd say, yeah, I do know who Hulk is. Whereas, like, you know what I mean? There's just more superheroes that are more popular. Yeah, 100%. I agree. So that's that's that. Yeah. Well, you, I, you now have a taste of what type of movies I like. Yeah, I'll keep that in mind. Don't even trip. We I just see Batman, though. We got to see Batman. The the new movie. one, I still haven't seen it. We have I, to see it, dude. Like, I'll, I'll me and you will go. Like, I'll make time. We'll go to the okay. theaters and see it. We'll we should go to like, we'll, we'll we'll talk about that off. But yeah. All right, that's gonna do it for us. I know this got out late, but we did it nonetheless. Next month should be a little bit sooner, so expect that in two to three weeks. Yep. It's summertime, it's fun. Anything else you want to say before we head out? Not really. I think we're good. All right. Follow our Spotify page. Um, like it us on YouTube. Sub. Follow our socials. You already know how it goes. Um, we will see you guys next month.